Hi there. Welcome to this week's episode of podcast with me, Russell Davis. This week's a slightly longer episode because I want to unpack a subject in a little bit more detail, give us a bit more time and space to contemplate it. And the subject's acceptance, or the word is acceptance. I often say acceptance is the double D40 of change. What I mean by acceptance, when we hear that word, people have different connotations or associations or meaning or that comes to mind. So I want to pack, unpack that to help you begin to have a different relationship with acceptance that allows it to be the WD-40 of your life, to allow you to move on and create more of the things you want in your life. Well, let's dive in and find out what acceptance is and how it can help you. Hi, Russell Davis here. And I just want to slow down a minute. I just want to encourage you to engage in any resource that you come across during this program. Whether it's an audio like this, or a video, or a book, I encourage you to engage in the program not through intellectual thought and understanding. Not to find out that missing bit of information that's going to make all the difference for you. Not to reinforce what you think you know. Or to find out the bit of information you don't know. I encourage you to listen for a feeling. Have an experience as you listen or read, or watch. Listen for a feeling within. The first time I came across this way of engaging was in a a two-day workshop. I sat there in the front row with my pad and my pen, really excited about the next two days, investing a lot of time and money and energy in being there. And the person leading the workshop encouraged us to put our pads and pens down. I felt naked at doing that. I felt really scared and naked that I won't get the value from it. I won't really get the change and the value and the learning I wanted from it. That I missed the most important bits of information. That I wouldn't get the value. He went on to say that how many times do we engage in things, in trainings and workshops, we make loads of notes. And we can go away with 500 written notes. But very rarely do we look back at them and very rarely do they make a difference to our life. But if we just listen for a feeling, have an experience as we listen or read, we're open to insight. We're open to hear things at a different level. And it's our thinking that's been keeping us prisoner to where we are. And it's our hearing things at a different level that's going to set us free. It's better to go away one insight that makes a difference to our life 
the 500 Ritta notes that go nowhere. Sometimes we get an insight without really knowing what we learned. We just feel something. We have a feeling within that means something's gone in at a deep level and sometimes you don't even know what it is. It's like a computer getting a machine code update. And that's okay. It's like an insight without content. Just sit with the feeling. There's information in that feeling. So just be open to having an experience. Whether you heard some of these things before, really doesn't matter. Because when you're open to having an experience, when you listen or read, something new can come out. Our thinking is always in a different place when we engage with something, even if it's something quite familiar. I was in conversation with someone recently and they, they asked me to listen to a talk I've heard many times. When I listened to it, I heard something that I'd never heard before. I must have heard that 20, 30 times. But there was a phrase in there that jumped out that I'd never heard before. It was like, it was like the copy of Samuel was a different version, a different edit. But it wasn't. I was just in a different place. And heard what I needed to heard in that moment. So I encourage you just to listen for feeling as we go through our journey together. Stop trying. We try so hard to be okay in life. Try so hard to get to where we want to be. When what we're looking for is within us all the time. We've got it already. We have that innate well-being already. And that's what we're going to be exploring on this journey together. But all journeys start with the first step. And for me, the first step on this journey is acceptance. Now acceptance doesn't mean giving up. Acceptance doesn't mean putting up with the situation and not wanting it to change. Or putting up with the situation and being having to live with it even though we want it to be different. Acceptance is just accepting where we are today. It's accepting the reality of where we are today. On our journey, my wife didn't want to go through the grieving process because she thought the person coming out the other end who had acceptance was someone who'd given up trying, given up the journey. just pleasantly surprised that's not the case. Acceptance is accepting where we are today in this moment. The future can be very different. When we don't accept where we are today, we actually tether ourselves 
to where we are. And we often see that in the weight loss arena. How many people go through yo-yo diets? And often it's because they're not accepting themselves as they are in that day. They're not accepting who they are and they're okay as they are. They may want to lose some weight for health or other reasons, but they're not accepting actually where they are today is, is okay. And when we begin to recognize that where we are today and where we want to be, we can hold hand in hand. It's the tension between those two has a creative energy to move us forward. Without accepting where we are today, we tether ourselves to that place. And we strive forward, we work really hard. And it's like a huge elastic band or bungee connecting us to where we are today. And we make steps to move forward to where we want to be. If people want to lose weight, they're on the diet and they're working really hard to stick to their diet and they're seeing some progress. And they're really working hard to get to where they want to be. But they're not accepting where they are today. That bungee, that massive band is getting tighter and tighter with each step they take. Until one chocolate biscuit, then bang, they go back to square one. I say, oh, I'll start again tomorrow. For me, acceptance is holding lightly where we want to be because it's a choice, it's a preference. Our well-being is not dependent on anything. It doesn't mean we don't have hopes, dreams and desires. But our well-being isn't dependent on it. It's within us now. And acceptance is about being in the now, accepting the reality of the now. I'm a really keen runner. And I used to run very much in my head. This is before I understood all this kind of stuff. I'd know exactly how far I wanted to run and I might have a target time. I was very much kind of power in my head. Yes, I'm going to do this. Pushing myself forward. Thinking about the next hill coming up. Conserving my energy for that. And thinking about the strategy of that running. What I needed to do to achieve that goal. I now run very, very differently. I now am far more connected to the moment, to my body, to being in that moment. In fact, I run barefoot, and within some, I don't wear any shoes, so I can really connect to the ground and my body. It's actually a more natural, healthy running style, but it enables me to be in that moment, connected to my body in that moment. I used to run listening to music to power me through it, but now I just be connected to me and my environment around me. Yes, I have a goal, I have an aspiration, and my unconscious mind knows what that is. But I can be in that moment and listen to my body in that moment. 
and sense how fast or slow I want to go, my body wants to go in that moment. And what's surprising is, not only is my running more enjoyable because I'm connected to that moment to myself, it's like a meditation, but I run further and quicker than I used to because we're far more capable and powerful than our thinking thinks we are. So we're built to live in the moment. We're built to live in the reality of the moment. And not accepting where we are today is like fighting that reality, thinking it needs to be different or should be different. And that's fighting reality when we're actually built for reality. As a species, we're built to live in the moment. We wouldn't survive if we can't live in the moment. And, and work with reality. And when we are in the moment, in reality, we have access to all sorts of resources that are not available to us in our thinking, in our thinking about how life should be, or how life might be all our thinking, the future thinking or past thinking, we disconnect ourselves from this moment, but also innate resources we have to help us be the best we can be to, to engage in life, to be the way we're designed in the, in the moment, in reality. Resources, things like intuition, instinct, creativity, wisdom. We have access to all those resources when we're in the moment. When we're fighting reality, our thinking is telling us how things should be different. We're not in the moment, we're in our thinking about the past and the future. And that us in that made-up reality doesn't have access to all those resources. And that's why it can feel even scarier that it needs to be. When I first went self-employed in a very different industry, it highlighted a fear of financial security. I was okay when a regular salary was going into my account, when suddenly I had to generate the income. I was scared about whether I'd generate enough. There'd be times I would fight to reality. I'd bury my head in the sand and not engage in reality. My thinking was playing ahead and telling me what all the things would happen if I don't earn enough money that month. So I wouldn't look at the numbers. I wouldn't check my account. That's not accepting reality. And I was living in my perception of reality in my head and it was really scary. It was scary because A, it was made up and it wasn't actually happening in that moment. And our thinking about things are far more scarier than the actual reality of the situation. And secondly, the me in that thinking, the me in that reality, 
was a me without all the resources I have available to myself in intuition, insight and creativity and new thinking. And I could recognize when I did face reality, look at the numbers and make decisions, work out what we're going to do to the X, Y, and Z, I found a solution. Got through it. And the truth is, we are far more capable to deal with reality than people think. Some people are very scared of losing their jobs. The truth is, if they lost their job, they'd work it out. They'd get through it. And often people who go through that kind of experience, so they end up with a, a job they better prefer, often a better job. But our thinking paints this picture of the future that is very scary. Because the us in that illusion of the future is not our fully resourced self. So acceptance doesn't mean giving up. Acceptance enables us to move forward. Sometimes I liken the phrase, acceptance is the double D40 of change. It oils the cog of change. Because when we fight reality, we can't move forward. We fight reality because we tell ourselves it should be different. We tell ourselves it needs to be different. That turns our goals, dreams, aspirations into a need. And that's when the fear, anxiety, desperation can kick in. Because we think we need it. Like an addict needs something to be okay. And sometimes we think we need a certain feeling before we act on something. But that's not true. Excepting we feel scared about something, that's okay. Telling ourselves we should feel different or need to feel different before we act and do something. That's an illusion. That's telling ourselves it should be different. It's not accepting reality. That's how I feel at the moment. And that's okay. It's just a feeling. And this is all rooted in a misunderstanding that we're going to explore deeply on this journey. A misunderstanding of where our feelings come from. The misunderstanding that we're actually just feeling our thinking in the moment, nothing else. We're not feeling our circumstances, we're not feeling our future, and we're not feeling our past. That's impossible. Because the past is over. And there's no such thing as mental scar tissue. 
There's no such thing as mental scar tissue. We have those feelings about the past when we think about it. It's not who we are. It's not baggage we're carrying and we have to work really hard to, to process that and let it go and deal with it. It's just thoughts we have occasionally out of habit. And the more we begin to see the illusion, the misunderstanding of where our feelings are coming from, what our thought is, that frees us from it. We can see we no longer need to count it. Just a habit from the past. It's not who you are. And it's certainly nothing to do with your present situation. The same with the future. Sometimes we feel our feelings are coming from the future. Our expectation of what the future is going to bring. The course we're on, the heading we're on. Hey, nothing can predict the future. Not even your thinking. But also, the future doesn't exist. It only exists in our thinking, our perception, our expectation. Something that doesn't exist doesn't have the power to make us feel anything. Our feelings can be felt in the moment. And it's our thinking in that moment that creates our feelings, nothing else. And yeah, we forget that. And we all forget that from time to time. And the more we see the illusion we're falling for, the more time we spend connected to our true self, and our peace of mind. The more we can accept where we are today, knowing that future can be all sorts of things. We are powerful, creative beings. We can create more of the future we want. In the midst of our journey, I looked at a vegetable patch There were two of them. One was full of life, all these vegetables growing. One was empty. I looked at the empty one and thought, that's my life. It's barren, it's empty. I looked at the past and could see for many years I just hadn't been happy. Never really truly been happy, even as a child and teenager. No matter how I tried to do the right thing and the good thing, I was never truly happy. And it was barren and empty because I could look forward and think we can't even have children. I can't see a way forward for happiness because I thought getting married would make me happy. I thought having children would make me happy and we couldn't have children. My life just felt empty and barren. I was in a very well paid, successful job, a good career, and wasn't happy. Like I see, I become a prisoner of the past and the future. 
I was blaming my past and the future for what I, how I was experiencing my feeling in that moment. I was blaming the past for me being the way I was, being a warrior, not being able to be happy and more go happy go lucky and thinking of my personality and blaming my past for making me the way I am. Blaming the future, the fact we couldn't have children, for being stuck in this prison of barrenness, emptiness. But the first step of my journey was acceptance. Being in the moment, accepting the moment, accepting my feelings, accepting everything about my life, instead of fighting it, instead of being a prisoner to it, just accepting, okay, this is where I am. And I was on a, on a retreat. First time I'd done anything like that kind of thing in my life. But my insight, my, my instincts that I needed to go away and just be. In the beginning of my time there, I sat at this scene, looking at the vegetable patches, and that's what I felt. That's what I thought about my life. And over the course of my time there, I accepted things from the past I haven't really truly accepted. I've been too scared to accept it, because if I accept it, it's going to make it a bigger impact on me. It's going to be even more powerful. Accepting that actually I didn't feel loved as a child for all sorts of reasons. Accepting the pain that child went through. But that's okay. Because that was then. It's not who I am now. Accepting we may not be able to, we probably couldn't at that time have our own children. It was just looking completely hopeless. Eight years into our journey. But accepting that's where we are today, the future can bring anything. I looked at the same visual patch a few days later. I looked at the empty one and thought, that's my life. It's a blank canvas. I could see it through the eyes of acceptance. That's where I am today. Okay, it's empty, but that's okay. Because we can move forward from that. I can create more of the things I want in my life. I can go on a journey and find out who I am and what I want to do with my life. Rather than being in a career, I think, how did I get here? I can start to take more responsibility for my life as I wasn't before. And that was really the first step in my journey that led me to a fulfilling career, having children, a more fulfilling relationship.
So I want to encourage you to say this out loud if possible and then just listen. I want to say this phrase out out loud if possible. Or just say it in your head if that's not possible. If you can, say it out loud and then just listen to your internal response. I accept myself as I am today. I accept myself as I am today. Then just listen. And sometimes that gives a little insight about what thinking we have, what beliefs we have about ourselves and the world, and beliefs are just thoughts. What are the lenses we're looking at through life that prevent us from accepting where we are today and knowing that whatever happens, we're going to be okay, we can move forward from this. For me, it was things like, I didn't believe I deserved good things in my life. I thought I had to work really, really, really hard to be blessed or ordained with something good in our life. It comes from childhood where very much positive reinforcements and positive things from my mother came from my behavior. I behaved in the right way. I got the positive reinforcement or the positive experience. And growing up in a very traditional church environment, very, very much they talked about uh, a God of unconditional love, but all I, the words I heard were these barriers and requirements to access that. So I thought that I'd work really hard and something inside me didn't deserve good things and blessings in life. And everyone else around me seemed to be happy and getting the things they wanted in life so much easier than me. So I didn't think I was okay. I couldn't just accept who I was because I thought, I wasn't okay as I was. But now I've learned that's just my thinking from the past, polluting my true self. Seeing my true self through the lenses of that thinking, it's not who I really am. It's not who we are. Thinking about ourselves, we pick up in childhood. But it's not who we are. It's not in our DNA, it's not our personality, it's not who we are. It's the lenses we've been seeing ourselves through. Just our thinking from the past, we're bringing in to the present moment.
and that's okay. When we realize and see that's what's been going on, let's accept it. You can begin to accept you don't need to change. You can begin to have self-compassion for you and where you are. Because what you've been doing, you've been doing out of all innocence. As a child, there's nothing else we could have done. We picked up this learning out of all innocence. And it may have actually served us in some way as a child. So self-compassion can go hand in hand with acceptance. We don't accept, we often be quite hard on ourselves. Because we think we need things to be different to be okay. And we're getting frustrated with ourselves, it's not happening. And we're working really hard to make it happen. But it's just our thinking pointing us in the wrong place. You've got everything you need within you to do the transformation journey you want. Just as that caterpillar has everything it needs within it to become that butterfly. It doesn't have to work at it. So, I just want to leave you with that idea that acceptance is not giving up. Acceptance is being in reality. No, we can't predict the future. And that we're built for reality. We have so much more power and resources within us when we're in reality. Just like when I run, I have so much more energy and power and stamina than I ever believed I would when I truly connected to that moment and my body in that moment. You don't have to strive up those hills of life. You have the resources you need to get up there. But as we've come to an end, if you've noticed you've been making notes, then I encourage you to listen to again. Listen to again without making notes. Just have an experience. You've got these to keep. You can listen to them time and time again if you want. There's no need to make notes. There's no need to try and remember it. Have an experience. And you may be surprised what insights or hard moments come to you. Listen for that feeling. There's information in that feeling. Look forward to connecting soon. Take care.